This episode is brought to you by Flex Social Agency. Hey everyone, it's Fishy Legit. Episode 44. Fo, 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 fo. We made it to 44 episodes. Okay, I was not expecting that. Um, hey man, listen to Fo, Fo by Little Uzi Vert. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about 444 by Jay Z. Nah, man, we don't care about that. <laughs> oh, okay. Also, um, if I seem distracted during this episode, it's because, well, since. I'm FaceTiming Wilson right now, and he just has his Memoji on, and so I'm, like, staring at the Memoji version of Wilson, and it's very, um, it's really weird. It's because of how good it looks. It looks, looks just it's, like me. It's, like, a little too, it's too accurate. Too accurate. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but go ahead. Go ahead, Wilson. Why don't you, uh, kick this episode off? All right. You already know what it is. It's your boy, Wilson, a.k.a. I recently have found respect for the three most important jobs and underrated jobs in the world pediatric physicians the people that run the we life we love kanye west uh twitter and instagram accounts and garbage men more on that later aka the tilted towered veterans i've been i've been killing it on fortnite lately if you guys haven't played with me yet at wz happening i've been streaming a little more constantly lately just hit me up um it's cross-platform now so anybody can hit me up aka ya tu sabes que estamos aquí la tarde de la mañana escuchando aventura encendido y muy muy encendido aka you know it's it's a beautiful weather outside can't even tell that it's about to be october but spooky season spooky season is here folks let's get these horror movies out yes AKA El Dominicano Muy Soñando Todavía Is it me now? Yeah Oh okay Okay sorry <laughs> This is Kat AKA The live action Combination Of Diane Wynn And Pickles the Pug From Bojack Horseman AKA This episode comes out On Wednesday right? Yes Well in that case Happy October 3rd everybody He asked me what day it was It's October 3rd Anywho, aka. I don't know, man. It's my third day out here. <laughs> aka, um, I have an art show coming up on Friday, Friday, October 5th at the Mize Gallery called Random Mize. It's from 6 to 10. Go, go, go. aka, guess what's back? Back again. The bangs are back. Back. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> okay. aka, they're just side bangs, though, so don't get too excited. aka, oh, okay. um, Kanye in a Perrier bottle costume on SNL. It wasn't part of Wilson's intro, and I am super disappointed. AKA the winner of Fantasy Baseball. Yep, that's right, folks. It was me. Boss Pitches came in first. Who came in second, Wilson? Who came in second during the Fantasy Baseball season? Um, it wasn't me. Were you third? I was. I stopped paying attention like a few weeks ago. Oh, you know when I stopped paying attention, Wilson? 
a few I, months ago. So, but I, I I stopped paying attention when I was in uh, when I was in in Oakland, and I realized like, damn, I haven't changed my lineup this week, and I lost. Okay, well, fuck it. I'm just done. I lo- I stopped paying attention before I moved to St. Pete, which is in March. So, however, shout out Boston, to Matt. Shout, <laughs> shout, shout out to Matt for having two teams this season and finding one, finding a way to win with one of them. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Matt, I guess. But Boss Pitches still number one name at the top, top of the list. Boss Pitches. Okay. AKA Filipino. I want to recount Theo. <laughs> I want to recount Theo. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's going to be October by the time this episode comes out. It's going to be October tomorrow. I'm so fucking excited. And I'm also just seeing to express how grateful I am to have a podcast partner that appreciates spooky season. Oh, man, I'm a spooky hoe, so trust me. I appreciate spooky season. (laughs) Did you just say you're a spooky hoe? I'm definitely a spooky hoe. Wow, okay. So, what, um... Do you have any, like, traditions in October? I, I try my best to watch a different horror movie every day for the month of October. Every day? Um, every day. I try I try my best. And if I don't, if I miss a day, the next day I try to watch two. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, look, I, it's, it's the time of year where all the streaming services and also on TV, they show all these hidden gem horror movies. So, like, you start seeing a whole bunch of good stuff come out. Yeah, and Wilson talked me into starting a little tradition of our own for Officially Legit. And um, it's going to be reviewing. Is it going to be reviewing a, ho- a horror I, movie? or is it just I, I, I don't about? know if it's reviewing, just like the experience of watching it. Yes, and what is the movie that we're going to be doing next episode? Terrifier. Yes. On Netflix. Um, Have you seen it yet? Not yet. I'm going to probably watch it tonight. Um, and I Google imaged it, and it looks really scary. It makes me think of uh, the penguin from Batman, the Batman movies, Danny DeVito. Right, right. It's the nose. Something about the nose. Just and the teeth creeps me out. Um, it's, good. It's, it's a good shitty horror movie. And also with the with it being coming October, I hope everyone out there has their costumes figured out. You know, like. I'm actually, I thought I had this decided already, but I'm actually trying to decide between two. What? Okay. One of them is the one that I showed you, which is the a child backup dancer for Missy Elliott. <laughs> and it, child. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. You and, and, we, and it would involve me wearing, like, a really oversized tracksuit. And, um, yeah, but that's basically it. And, like, my hair whatever but then i was talking to matt about it and he was just like that's too specific people aren't gonna understand what you're talking about but so what do you think is it too specific i mean i love specific. i don't think so i mean i I think i think it works it works because it fits your aesthetic too thank you thank you and the other thing that i'm trying to decide between is um gwen stefani from the hollaback girl video so either way it's going to be like very much 20 early 2010s inspired or early 2000s inspired which works Mm -hmm. out because i'm actually going to um a 2000s themed event in november in ybor (laughs) at the ritz and so i'm just gonna like wear i'm gonna get to wear my costume twice so it's like you know whichever one i go so like uh, i think you told me about this 2000s event right Mm -hmm. so um what is the synopsis of it? Is it, just, is it just DJs? I think it's just DJs. There's like a Halloween. There's a costume contest. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be like 2000s music and probably like it's gonna be decorated all 2000s. Like I don't know. 
I've never been. It's the first time they're having this event, and I'm super excited. Let me tell you, if if they don't play like ninety percent of Fifty Cent's uh, music, like career, then they 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 flopped. I know. I mean, I think when I walk in, I want to have Indie Club playing like, as I'm walking Indie Club. Like if you don't have Indie Club, PIMP, Wangsta, Candy Shop, Twenty One Questions, Candy Shop, Twenty One Questions. That's still... all of those all of those joints throughout the night. It's L. That's true. That's very true. So I think either way, you know, whichever costume I end up going with, it's gonna be a win. Um, do you know what? You're, are you gonna dress up? I'm honestly like time has like caught up to me a little bit, and I kind of forgot that it was like almost October. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do want to dress up as Gene from Bob's Burgers. Who? Say that again. Gene from Bob's Burgers. Who's? Oh, Bob. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I thought for some reason we were talking about BoJack Horseman again. Just because I've been, nah. I've, like, I've been watching it every day. Start, we started at season one, and so we've been watching, like, five episodes every day. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that would be that'd be a good one. You could be yeah. Gene dressed up as... Um, Sasquatch. Oh, that's specific. So it's going to be him dressed in a costume, and you're in a costume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised you're not going to be caught up in a Perrier costume like uh. Kanye. Got, you got jokes, but like it's either gonna be that or I was gonna be what I, what I told you the other day is I wanted I was gonna be George Costanza, but like oh I want you to be George Costanza. The thing is that it's too hot. It's too hot outside. To be wearing a long sleeve shirt. Oh, and the jacket. Oh, and the jacket. That's true. And, you know what I mean? It's That's true. It's too. It's too hot. It's it's too hot. The logistics really yeah. important. Uh, <laughs> but this besides um. Besides uh, horror movies and um, thinking about what your costume's going to be, what else have you been up to this week? Um, oh, wow, that was, a good, that was a good little transition. Thank you. I gotta, I gotta, it it kind of threw me off a little bit because, like... <laughs> it was so I was smooth. Just, it I was, mean... It was really smooth. People aren't used to be to me being smooth, so nah, when it happens, nah, they're going to... You're usually off. very rigid. It's usually me that's, that's a smooth one, and you're really very rigid. But shout out to you. For, sh- big round of applause for Kat for being smooth this episode so far. Wow. Okay, thanks. <laughs> it's been 10 minutes. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, this this week has been um, super easy for me, actually. Um, we wrap, or, or are still wrapping up, almost completely wrapped up for the Oakland show. Um, uh, setting things up um, for L.A. Um you know, working on a whole bunch of other side projects. Um, but away from work, it's been it's been really easy. So, like, my highlight of my week really isn't what people normally expect. Everybody expects me to talk about, oh, I went traveling here, or or uh, I had this girl problem, or... <laughs> the highlight of my week is the adventure that I had to go through just to play Fortnite on Thursday. Oh, my God. I get it's, a te- really- so I get a text message from Wilson saying, "Cat, I've been awake since four a.m. playing Fortnite." That's not what I said. I said okay, something, something like that. Whatever. Yeah. So all right. So this is what happened. Um, for those of you that that play Fortnite, you know what I'm talking about. But um, you have to like get to a certain level before a season ends, or whatever. If if not, you won't be able to unlock everything. Um. I unlocked everything like weeks ago, right? So I've been literally kind of just playing just to play just for fun, right? Um, 
Uh, shout out to my, you know, my Dominican family. I've been playing with a lot of my family. Oh, that's so it's, cute. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a bonding thing. Um, uh, you know, but I, I find I find that like it got kind of boring. So I've been really anticipating this new season to come out. So I saw that the new season like started at like four a.m. right on Thursday, and I was like, ah, oh, that's too that's too early for me. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to go to bed early. Right, mm-hmm. wake up at six, download it, play at six thirty, and go to, and go head head to the office like at nine thirty. Right, so I have like three hours of game time in the morning, and then I hit the office, and I and I'll be good because my plan was that I was going to be well rested. You know what I mean? It didn't work out that way, so I ended up not going to bed until like two. Right? Yeah. It's like two because you know it never works out that way. No, I, I always get to bed. It never too. works out. Yeah. Like, even if you don't want to, you just always end up, you know, going to bed late. So, I, I woke up, like, I, I, I set so many alarms, right, for me to wake up at 6, and I hated myself. I, I woke up and I was like, am I really doing this? Am I really, at 28 years old, <laughs> I'm in bed, as my alarms are blaring in my ears, right? I woke up, at 28 years old, am I really going to be the guy to wake up? download a video game and play at six in the morning and then i thought about it right i can stay in bed sleep a couple more hours right i have a nintendo switch i could play fortnite in the office like i try to make logic out of this right Mm -hmm. so i was like what's what's the big deal okay and then at 6 a.m i got a text message right for this girl sabrina she um she i played fortnite with her i met her at rolling loud la last year yeah and um we played Fortnite together she was like and and mind you she's three hours behind right or three hours the other way so like she's 3 a.m over there right she's like hey are you up uh <laughs> let's let's play squads wow <laughs> let's play squads i was like oh man peer so pressure pressure yeah and then i had two other people hit me, hit me up and i was like damn all these motherfuckers are up so now what do I look like? <laughs> now now, now I'm in a situation where if I don't... And the thing is that she saw that I read her text message. So she knows I'm mm, weak. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now I look crazy. I look, I look crazy if I don't do this. So I dragged myself out of bed. I started downloading the game. While I was downloading, I'm watching Fresh Prince. I fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> While the game's downloading, right? So I wake up, it's like 6.50, right? I was like, fuck, all right. So I get in I get in the lobby, and then my mind gets blown, right? Because the update is crazy. Like, now you get, like, pets in the game. Pets? Yeah, you get, like, a little dog or lizard or dragon that's on your back. It's, it's a, lot, a lot of crazy shit that is really cool that they added to the game. Um, But, yeah, I... I Five fifty in the morning. So wait, wait. Or, it's, or 6:50, it's mostly six fifty in the morning. It's mostly the update, just having a pet. No, no. It's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of map changes and okay. shit like that. Yeah. Um. So six fifty in the morning. I'm I'm in the squad. This is the squad, right? It's me. It's my cousin from New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. It's um Sabrina from from California, right? And this this random dude who who per conversation right is from New York. So, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, like, everybody's awake. I look at my lobby, at the, the lobby, and everybody's up and playing. Danny Towers is up and playing. Ski Master Sloan God is up and playing. Like, everybody, everybody is awake and playing this game. 
So I was like, damn. So I don't even feel too bad. I would have felt like shit if I would have woke up at like nine <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. And I and I would have scrolled on Twitter and everybody's talking about already playing. I would have felt bad then. So yeah, I, I don't feel bad. So which is worse, wait, being twenty eight and waking up at six in the morning to play a video game before work, or being twenty eight and feeling peer pressure to play a video game <laughs> at in the morning. I, honestly, the peer pressure feels worse. It makes me feel soft. <laughs> honestly, if, if it if it was anybody else but her, because she's cool. Like honestly, she's she's dope. And the thing is, I, she would have on on Twitter. She would have roasted me if I saw this message and didn't reply to her and ended up falling asleep or whatever. Wow. She me. Yeah. Okay, so writing that down in my notes that peer pressure works on Wilson. It does. And the possibility of getting roasted on Twitter works on Wilson. Listen, I'm I'm jello soft when it comes to that. I'm jello soft. <laughs> I'm the worst. It's it's not that hard. It's not that hard to peer pressure me things. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the worst. Uh, I'm the worst. Uh, if, if you come if you come up with a good rational reason, that's all it takes. Good rational reason. This is so weird. I'm still talking to Memoji version of Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. But I think I'm getting used to it. This is my new my new regular face now. Maybe your Halloween costume should be your Memoji. That would be cool if I get a 3D printing of my Memoji. Yeah. Put it on my head. <laughs> put it on my head. Yeah, and it's like, well, am I FaceTiming you right now or just like facing you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna tell you, Kat. Guess what? Um, you should. Yep. <laughs> what? So this, this episode comes out on Wednesday, right? Yes. Thursday, which is. The following day when this episode comes out, yes, um, I'm going karaoke with, with the Rolling Loud Squad. Really? I finally convinced them to do it. Really? You've been how long have you been trying to get them to do karaoke? I've been trying. I've been I've been bringing up karaoke for like <laughs> eight months. Wow. <laughs> eight months. See, this is what it's like to be Catherine Lim. That's how it feels, and I'm so happy for you. That's a gr- that's great. Good oh, job. Believe. Believe me when I say that there's going to be some fire videos coming out. So where are you guys going? There's a karaoke bar here in Miami. Okay. I've never been there. I hope it's good. Do you get like rooms? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that's... actually, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It's it's the name of the place is a karaoke bar, so I'm assuming like yeah, because that's, that's like their only that's the only thing they do. So I'm assuming it's like the one in Tampa. True. That's exciting. So um, do people have their have their songs picked out? I know I do. Well, I mean, we all know you do. We have a playlist. Listen, listen. So, like, this is different than when we do it, right? Because when we do it, we're already comfortable with the idea of singing in front of each other. Oh, yeah. These people are not. These people are not. So, I'm going to make sure I am the icebreaker. How many? How big is I am the cat of the room. You are. You need to do. I am the cat of the room. You need the cat of the room, any, any karaoke room. It is required that the first song of the night should be Drunk in Love. Because right, that will well, break all the ice. No, no. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah, Wilson? My, my, my first song of the night is going to be the thong song. I'm starting off with a bang. Okay, that's, that's good. That's good. That's a good one. Uh, respectable decision. Do you... How, <laughs> how big is your is, your... is the Rolling Loud team? Let's see. Well, there's a couple of them that are bringing plus one, so I think the total is... Hold on. It's really counting here. His memoji is thinking really hard. <laughs> it's going to be 13, 13 people. Dang. Okay, that's a... Okay, that's a... It's a big group. That should be a lot of fun, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're lit. We, we got the room for, like, three hours. Mm. 
Three hours is the perfect amount of time in my karaoke experience. Yeah, I think the ratio is good. Thirteen people, three hours. I think that's that's a good ratio. Um, and you have drinks there already, so yeah, exactly. And, and you got to think, not everybody's gonna sing. You know what I mean? Some of them are gonna like tag team a song. You know, what you I mean? you need to find out if the place that you're going to has um, what's it called? The thing that you hit on your hip, <laughs> the instrument you hit on your oh, yeah. tambourine, a tambourine. <laughs> Tambourines make everything, any situation, more fun. Even yeah, outside I'm of karaoke. I'm definitely gonna gonna make sure I, I, I hit the bad. I'm probably gonna do. I'm probably gonna get in my feelings and do. Um, in my feelings. Call call out my name. I okay. didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it last time because I said I didn't want to cry. But <laughs> no, don't. Please don't cry at the the first time that you take people to karaoke. <laughs> like <laughs> they might not ever want to do it ever again. <laughs> they might not ever want to do it. Like, um, but yeah, so oh, it sounds like my week was just about Fortnite, but that's not the case, I swear. So <laughs> I also, um, all right, so I, I and I want to suggest this to you too, Kat, because I didn't get a chance to tell you this, but I strongly suggest everybody, please, please, it's really important that you all watch Maniac on Netflix. Oh, I started it, it last night. It's, Kat, the chemistry, Jonah Hill... Emma Stone. I was calling Emma Watson. Emma Stone have. Emma Stone have is incredible. They they it, it is. I'm not I'm not joking when I say this that Jonah Hill proved to me that he's like top three actors right now after after finishing that show. Wow. So we started yeah, watching. He's top three right now. I started watching it last night and like I didn't know what it was about going into it and so I was yeah. like really confused. <laughs> during like it's, half it's, of it it's gonna be a couple episodes before you actually start getting it okay because it seemed like it was a really slow start so i was like we got through i think the whole first episode i'm like all right let's watch bojack now um but okay i will continue with it but i mean they probably do have a lot of chemistry because they like got their start together in the same movie super bad yeah but they haven't been in anything since so like i thought that you know it wasn't going to be as good but they I, I keep forgetting this girl's name and people are going to roast me for forgetting her name but it's Leonardo DiCaprio and that girl from Titanic. It's like they have good chemistry. The one who plays Rose. Yeah. yeah what's her name? Um, what's her name? Shit. Uh, I feel like I should know this. What's her name? All right, hold on. Wow. wow. We we are both shitty people for not knowing this. Why am I? I mean, yes. Okay. Um, Kate Winslet. Like, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Yeah. See, like, I feel like I knew that. But yeah, like, all the movies they've been in together have all been fantastic. You know what I mean? Like. They've mm-hmm. been in a few together. Um, mm-hmm. That's how I feel about them. They they snap so hard, Cat. When you watch this, when you get like you're gonna get like get, you're, if you're like me and you like like cynical cynical shit like this, you're gonna get emotionally invested. And it's gonna fuck you up. They fuck me up a little bit. Okay, I'm excited. It's, a, it's good. It's Let's really good. Let's get fucked up. Okay. Yeah, highly recommend for anybody that's a Jonah Hill fan. Okay, so you got Fortnite. You got a new Netflix show. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened this week? That's really it. I had the, the most boring week ever, but it's good because, like, honestly, like I'm, I it was a good recovery time for me, you know. Yeah. Last week, last week I was still dealing with a lot of lag, mental lag and jet lag. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, actually, damn, I forgot to tell you this too. What? I made a I made a revelation about myself. What? Oh, I love Revelation yeah. Wilson. Yeah. I realized that I really do, like, in real life, this is, like, not me being funny. In real life, I have, like, this issue where my the, my mental clock is just fucked up. 
Like, it's really bad. Like, I would obviously forget what day it is all the time. Like, like it's, I would, like, my days are all fucked up. But that's because, like, everything is in motion for me all the time, right? So I started, like, looking into things of, like, remedies and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually considering, I'm not saying that that's confirmed, but I'm considering doing hypnotherapy. Oh, shit. So what do you mean by your mental clock is, like, fucked up? Like, you don't know what time it is and you don't know what day it is. Like, you don't have a good the, perception of the, time. The time, the time, specific, like, time of day or, like, hours is not really the issue. It's more like the days. But it's like, like, you know how sometimes you'll forget, like, damn, I think, I thought today was Saturday or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's me, like, almost every day. Oh. (laughs) It's it's getting, it's getting really bad. So, yeah, I need, I need to get a grip on it before it gets really bad. Oh, shit. Yeah, I feel like that would be important for your job, too. Like, you do, like, a lot of logistics. Yeah. (laughs) Logistical planning, right? Honestly, it's a mixture of a lot of things. Like you know, like you know how people say sometimes googling things is bad. Right? What things? So I go- googling? googling things. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So like I googled it, and like it's according to Google, it's like a mixture of like lack of sleep and stress, mm-hmm. and, um, and and uh, a consistent cycle of when you know of things. Um, You're always or, like uh, time zones. Right. Yeah, and then that like, like change change the time zones. So like. Um, yeah, no, my my days are fucked. So that that's, I'm considering it. Like I looked at other shit. Like there's like natural healing remedies. Like like going on a grape, a grape fast. I bought like a whole bunch of grape juice. <laughs> going on a, a grape juice fast. I haven't done it yet, but I I don't like the idea of not eating for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm fond of the idea of just drinking grape juice for 24 hours. Uh, my know? grapes. Make sure you don't. It, make sure you didn't buy prune juice, cause I'll just. No, no, no. <laughs> I bought like it's like a hundred percent grape juice, but um, I, it, it, I don't know. There's like it's like brain food. There's like a, there's like a few a few different oh, juices that you it. can. Yeah, I'm gonna try that first, and if it doesn't work, then I read somewhere that hypnotherapy works. So um, at first I thought you said a grape juice bath instead of a grape juice oh, fast yeah. and so when you said i bought a bunch of grape juice i'm like you're just gonna take a bath in grape juice that's so weird um yeah, but okay no i don't know if i could do like i i like I, I i've thought about doing like some sort of juice cleanse before but yeah uh, i'm gonna have pancakes today so <laughs> yeah. yeah no i i'm not gonna do the the juice thing it has to be like on the weekend and it's not mm. gonna be today because i definitely want food today <laughs> definitely don't want food today so i'm gonna try next weekend maybe next weekend i'll be in okay. the mood to not eat anything for 24 hours if you do the hypnosis thing let me know i want to know how that works out you should live stream it a live stream it yeah so then that way if i get molested i'll know yeah yeah <laughs> that's the one thing i'm scared about like this person that i don't know is gonna make me go to sleep and i'm not gonna be able to i feel i feel like you should be able to have a friend there or something like it shouldn't be would it be really that like enclosed because that is I, a scary i've never done it before so i don't know you know mm. okay well if you if anyone out hip out there has Hip, hypnosis recommendations as far as like who to go to in Miami or St. Peter, Tampa, let us know. Email us at wilson at twofishtoolage.com. Send your recommendations, <laughs> your hypnosis experts. The number two. The number two. Yeah. And our email addresses. So, um, wow. Well, good for you for making that revelation. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I, I'm a big person in like, in 
positive thinking of mental health, you know, help. Yeah. So like I, I, I do I do want to get a grip on things before things get crazy. Yeah. Um, good for you. So I so how was your week? Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, man, my week was there's a lot of uh, exciting things happening that happened this week and then this past week and then this upcoming week. So this past week, um, Mew put up my put out my interview with them. Mm-hmm. And that got released, and that was cool because I feel like, you know, a lot of times you, you just put your art up, but people, there's not as much discussion about, like, what goes on behind the scenes, like, your thought process, things that maybe, like, you have insecurities about as an artist that maybe, like, you had no idea that other people share. So it was a cool opportunity to just kind of have, like, just open, just be really open and, like, share my thoughts and um the interview segment that i participated in was the 10 under 1000 10 under 1k i think that's how they i'm not gonna lie i'm not i'm not a fan of that title it's it's an interesting approach so basically what they did was they're trying to highlight artists um who don't have more than 1000 followers and like it's just like is that something you really want to highlight like, do you want to highlight the fact that you don't have a thousand followers? Yeah, that that's, part that's is why kind I don't, of that's why, I'm, that's why I'm not a fan of the title. But the, I, yeah, the concept is cool, and you know, it's it's much appreciated that the Adriana's doing that. But like, I, I I'm not a fan of the title. That's all. So for me, it's like it is what it is. The numbers that you can see, the numbers right there. Um, but I do appreciate that they're like always trying to like highlight people who might not have like a certain number of followers you know what I mean because that's who I am um and some other some other person another person who was also part of the 10 under 1000 um she's gonna be in the same art show that I'm gonna be in that I mentioned during my intro so that's coming up next Friday it's called randomize and um the theme of the event is person's name Katie gotcha so it's like Internet friends, new internet yeah. friends, real life friends. And I, this past week I got to, shout out to just internet friends in general. Wilson and I started out as internet friends. and Facts. Facts. And um, I actually got to meet another internet friend in real life last Friday. And it's just, it's, it's cool when you like go through the journey of like, oh, follow, then mutual follow, comment, like, then you're going to be at this event too? Me too. Let's all, let's link up. And then you meet and then real life friends can officially say that you're actually friends. But yeah. Anywho, um, besides that though, um, lots of love from you this past week. I'm going to be in a coloring book um, that Mew is putting out as their first like printed project that they've ever done. Um, that's, that's true, right? Yes. It's, it is their first printed project. Yes, yeah. and it's exciting to be part of it. Um, it's a coloring book all about Florida, highlighting Florida artists, and all of like the designs. There are 13 designs in the coloring book, and it all has to do with Florida. And I am one of the 13 designs. Um, you can pre-order it now for $15, and it comes with col- it comes with crayons. Fire. So. That's fire. Or maybe it's, or maybe it's coloring. Uh, color pens, but pencils. But either way, you're coming. It comes with the utensils that you need. All you have to do is pre-order, and then you'll have it. It is the first ever coloring book that Mew is putting out that I've ever been in. So, actually, that's technically not true. 
But I will throw, I'm actually going to post a throwback. This is reminding me that I need to post this. Do you remember, do you remember a few, like last year, I posted a video of a coloring book on cats? Yes, vaguely. I remember you posted something of you coloring one, right? Something like that. Well, anyways, I'll post it because it's funny. Um, Yeah. And so definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, but this upcoming week is probably something, it's going to be one of the most eventful weeks of 2018 for me. Yep, Kat has been training hard for this. So, on October 3rd is the office office trivia night. When, when uh, When this episode comes out. When this episode comes out. This episode comes out on October 3rd, a.k.a. Mean Girls Day, a.k.a. It's on my third day out here, a little Uzi Vert day. Um, it's also office trivia night. And Wilson, I took a 186 question quiz online to kind of see where I'm at right now. And I got an 83%. That is yeah, so disappointing. That is not good. That is not good. I expect, I expect better from you. Me yeah. too. Me too. or more. Um... I know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take more quizzes because I think that's the key. Like you can watch as many episodes, but you really need to test your knowledge. And something that I'm kind of worried about is like this quiz was multiple choice. In real life, I think I don't think they're gonna give you multiple answers. There's no multiple choice in life. (laughs) There's no multiple (laughs) choice in life. So um, yeah, I'm gonna be training really hard for the next couple days. Um, No cleanses. Like Wilson, but I'm gonna have a cleanse of the mind. Um, just drown out all the other TV shows I've been watching and only watch The Office. Um, but it should. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be intense because like it got sold out immediately for this oh, trivia yeah. night. And like unlike other trivia nights, like this is for charity, so people actually had to pay like buy a ticket to be part of it. So you know this is like serious for the serious trivia people. <laughs> you know this is like serious. <laughs> this is a game, okay. <laughs> Um, Money's involved. It's serious. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna take it seriously. You know, we're gonna go in there. Um, oh wait, I also forgot that I went to my second improv night. Yeah, you know, I, if if you were to pass by without letting me know, update on how this went. <laughs> so this is. I would have stopped you anyways. This second improv night, like that's when I knew it was real because that's when I had again. I had to pay money. That's like the first class is free. And this trivia night was like, all right, am I going to do it or am I going to pay for the classes and do this for the next eight weeks? <laughs> you bet your ass I am going to do it. So I did it. And this, um, I went back and it, I still had fun. So I'm like, all right, I made the right decision doing this. So you know now you, there's no turning back. Yeah. You are, you are invested in becoming a comedian. I know. I think I'm like... I really like this journey that I am embarking on of like trying to become better at telling jokes and telling becoming a better storyteller and talking in front of people because I think that's like actually no I know I want to do more of that stuff so um, I'm taking hold of my future my destiny <laughs> I'm going to improv night I, I sound like so I actually last night we were watching Bojack and we got to the episode where he joins improv an improv club todd does todd yeah and they make it seem like a cult and i am now realizing the way that i'm talking about my destiny kind of sounds like i'm part of a cult but it's not it's not that serious but i do have to tell you about this exercise that we did at improv night so 
Um, one of the first things that we did was, okay, there was six of us in class, and we were lined up in two rows, and we each had to face the person, like, mm-hmm. in front of us. And we had to make direct eye contact, okay? So you're standing in front of someone. Then the instructor says, okay, I'm going to name an emotion. And then I'm also going to name a number between 1 and 10. And 1 is like, or 0 and 10. 0 is completely neutral, like neutral facial expressions, things like that. Number 10 is expressing that emotion to like the fullest, to the max. And so he names an emotion and a number, and you have to express that emotion while making direct eye contact with the person in front of you. And I've only been to improv class once. And so I am like acting out sadness while looking directly in the eye of the person in front of me also acting sad. And it's just so awkward. It is one of the most awkward things I've ever experienced. Um, Wait, did one of you guys cry? I didn't cry um, because it's, it's like really fast. Like he goes like zero, ten, three, five, like things like, like that. But it's like, it's interesting that because you'll go from like a ten um, acting really sad to like a two and then he goes to three and it's like what's the difference between a two and a three you know um Wait, hold on can, like so so nobody else could see this except me and you but can you act that out for me real quick <laughs> can i can i i, I want no. to go i'm curious i'm curious, I'm curious. <laughs> I, i'll say a number and can you do it uh this is uh, okay oh let me take All my right. sunglasses off right now i'm wearing sunglasses <laughs> it's really bright in this room okay Fuck, I hate it. No. <laughs> I hate this. Okay, do it. Alright, four. Six. I can't. Oh, I'm putting my sunglasses on. I can't. I'm not, <laughs> not going to try to. See, this isn't fair because you have a emoji on right now. If I had a, if I had the ability to put a emoji on my face while we do this, I'd be more inclined to do it. But I'm not going to act right now in front of Wilson. Wow. Hello. I'm not doing No. Um... So some of the other emotions that we did were anger and happiness, and people started yelling during the anger. Like the woman in front of me was like screaming. Yeah, she was like, "Oh my god!" And like I wanted to just start apologizing profusely. She was she was really good. She did a good job. I don't know what happened, but I feel like I just offended you. Um, but yeah, so I realized that I had a revelation about myself as well and it's that i smile too much gotcha i smile too much like when i was supposed to be acting a a different emotion like anger or sadness i i smiled like throughout the whole thing and i'm like i'm realizing that hey i don't like smiling is like a nervous like a nervous what's it called um i guess it's just like a tendency oh my god no Wilson, <laughs> Wilson just, <laughs> Wilson now has my face memoji as his face, and now it's like I'm talking to myself. Uh, no, this is creepy, this is creepy. <laughs> uh, did you ever watch Lizzie McGuire? Um, wow, well, like maybe while well, I was waiting for something else to come on when I was younger. Okay, wow, so anyways, Lizzie McGuire... <laughs> There's Lizzie, the live action Lizzie McGuire, but it also cuts to like her yeah, thoughts. Yeah, she has like her, her, her cartoon character. Yeah, and her thoughts, like her mind, is a car- cartoon character, so I felt like Lizzie McGuire for a second talking to you. Um, Lizzie McGuire has schizophrenia. 
Yeah, basically. But yeah, so I, my nervous tendency is smiling when I, you know, I should, I should emote what I want to emote, how I am feeling inside. So that is what I have realized. So I'm going to work on it. Um, yeah. So that was improv. Um, and also a friend of mine, a friend of mine came down improv. So, uh, and it's always like more fun when you have a friend there because like depending on that friend, you can be funnier. That's how I am with this person. Uh, so shout out to Andy for coming out to improv night with me. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I told Matt about how at the very end of the eight weeks there's a performance and then oh, audience. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. I have not committed mentally slash emotionally to being part of the performance because we're not required to. We don't have to. But um, yeah, so an audience will be there and the audience actually gets to participate. And so the audience will like shout out words and then the 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 improv people have to like incorporate that into the skit or whatever so mm -hmm. I don't know we'll see we'll see how confident I feel in my comedy skills and my improv skills by that time but it is a, a few weeks away so we'll see we'll see the growth yeah um but besides that next uh next week um I do have that art show um I'm pretty excited about it um it's, Damn, it's next week already yeah. Um, yeah. We talked about this when it was so far away. Already, I know. And I'm actually almost done. I, I'm pretty much done with it. I'm like 99.2% finished with my piece. <laughs> like, I, I, I have to be there because, like, I have to get it printed and dropped off tomorrow. But I'm pretty excited because it's, like, really different from stuff I've made before. Um, all, I want, all I'm going to say is, like, it has, it's anime inspired. <laughs> Oh, you gotta show me tonight. You know, I'll show right? it to you. I'll show it to you tonight. But um, the theme is random. It's just like there is no theme. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna make whatever I want. So that's kind of like what I've been challenged with this entire year. Is feeling like I have to make certain things, and yeah. I feel like I've come to a part, a point where I'm like, I don't even care anymore. I'm gonna make whatever because you, when you make stuff for yourself, like you shouldn't feel a pressure to make something for other people because you're constantly gonna have to make stuff for other people, like whether mm -hmm. it's your job or like freelance or whatever. Like, if you're gonna make something, you should make it for you. So, facts. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and oh, but besides the art show earlier that day, um, I'm going to be in a video. I'm gonna be, be interviewed. <laughs> Oh, you! Oh, you about to be a video girl? Yep, that sounds weird. Well, who, whose video? Well, so, yeah, <laughs> that sounds weird. Anyway, um, so like a long time ago, when I was still a student at USF, I got my start as a designer, as a student designer for the housing department at USF, and that's yeah. when everything changed. That's when I was like, oh my god, I don't want to be a pre meds. I don't want to go to medical school. I am realizing I can actually get paid to do like photoshopping stuff. And um, so I got my start there. I learned a lot there. And um, yeah, so it was a really important part of my life. Um, then years and years later, after I had left, um, and fast forward to now, their marketing team has grown a lot. And my old yeah. boss, he's still there and he's still in charge of it and you know doing all that great stuff for the housing department. And they reached mm -hmm. out to me 
asking if they could interview me for their new recruitment campaign to get people to live on campus because it's like if you live on campus you have more opportunity to like be successful because you live on campus blah 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 um yeah and so they see me as like a shining example of that of someone who is on campus who like is killing it now so they're gonna come to my work and they're gonna interview me and they're gonna just kind of take some b-roll of me around the office doing my thing um and that's happening on friday so so i got the interview then the art show on friday and it's just gonna be a really fun day i'm gonna have to look i'm gonna have to figure out what i'm gonna wear on friday because so much is happening um, but yeah, it, it looks like you have a little bit of pressure on what outfits you got to wear in general. You got you got the tribute night. You you got to you got to dress up as somebody during tribute night. I'm just saying, you got to dress up as somebody during tribute. Phyllis, night. I'm gonna dress up like Phyllis. It's October too. Like what? I know. Like so much happens. So much is happening. I maybe I'll go. I'm gonna go to Marshalls today. <laughs> hey, <there's nothing laughs> shout out to Marshall. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. I feel like them coming out to do this um it's things are coming full circle it's like when i first started out i I had no idea what was going on but i just knew that i want to be a graphic designer and then now they're coming to like interview me and that night i have an art show it's just just too much man too much so um yeah and i also uh as far as other updates i got a haircut which is really exciting so yeah Yo, like, all right. So when all right, this, this this is not you. When I'm talking about someone in general, when a girl tells me they have a haircut <laughs> before show, before I see what the haircut is, I'm always thinking like, damn, she shaved her head. So I'm I'm glad, <laughs> like, because like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you you don't think about like the the length of the cut. You think about it's cut. You know? Yeah. So like, you, you told me you got a haircut. I was like, holy shit! Like. I gotta, I gotta tell Kat that it looks good. I just got bangs. No, <laughs> it was a big deal because the last time I got my hair cut professionally was in April of 2017. But, but okay. so it's been a while, and like, and it's been like a month or so since my hair got burned. So Wait. I didn't get a haircut after that. I just Wait, chopped my I, hair. I just realized what you said. So professionally, so you mean you go to a non-professional? It was just me. It was me. Oh, okay. Like, I was just cutting my hair myself. And then also, the candle, I guess, technically also cut my hair. Yeah, the candle cut your hair. (laughs) The candle cut my hair, and then got burned off. But, so, even at that point, I was like, I'm still not going to go to a salon. But, eventually, I was like, okay, I have to get it cut. And it got cut, and it looks so good now. So, shout out to um, the Salon Swank. Thank you. Thank you, guys. So good. Um, So, when when um when you get a haircut or just to get your hair done in general do you have somebody that you loyally go to i did and then she moved to colorado and that was in april 2017 that's that's got that's got to be heartbreaking see when it comes to when it comes to guys the barber Mm -hmm. is the most important thing in the world wow you know what i mean like yeah like when i moved to miami i struggled I held I held barber interviews. Really? What do you mean you yeah, held barber it's, interviews? It's, it's, it's important. You can't just you can't just go get your haircut from any Joe Schmo. It's got to be somebody that you trust. So, what were like, these interview questions like? Well, I mean, it wasn't like like that. It would be like a I would show up to the place and I kind of scout. You know what I mean? Like how like when he's cutting hair, does he does he stop every thirty seconds to look at his phone? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like, that's not like does he wash his hands after coming outside? You know what I mean, like like things like that. 
It's it's important because like if not like yo, there's a lot of different things. If you if you like stick yourself onto somebody that like isn't a good barber, and then you just like settle for that person. It's like relationships. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got you got to make sure you settle with the right person. Yeah. Um. So have you ever been to a barber shop where you just walked out before they started on your hair because you didn't like where it was going? Yep. My first few, my first like four or five months here in Miami, I didn't get a haircut because I would go to a barber shop and not like the situation and walk out. Wow. Okay. Until I found my barber, so I have a barber here now. In Miami. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, good it, job it's for important. Him. It really is important. Just like you know, it, you got you got to trust the person. You know. Yes, it's all about trust, and um, liked how it turned out. So, um, yeah, I did um, for like five minutes. Consider getting um, a middle part. It looks like your hair is banging. Well, that's also something I would say. And it is. (laughs) And it is. But, um, yeah, I used to have a middle part for, like, five seconds. And I call those times the dark days because it did not look good. The dark days? (laughs) Yeah, I'm honestly jealous of people who can pull off a middle part because I cannot. And I think it's because – I think it is because – I have like a round face but a short forehead, so the middle, <laughs> so the middle part just doesn't work, and it's that's, so that's sad. A that's a quote right there. I have a round face and a short forehead. It's a struggle. It seriously <laughs> is. Like I, do you don't you think I want to like have be able to have that like Kim K look where it's like oh you know just this is just how, <laughs> just how I how I got up and I'm just so like yeah um, easygoing and natural no. It doesn't work that way. So uh, I'm going to have to figure out. I also, also, uh, speaking of short foreheads, I think hats don't work on me because of the same reason. Because <laughs> it, it goes too low. It goes too low. And because I noticed that I kept, every time I would wear a hat, I can't see anything. Yeah. And like, is it supposed to be this challenging to look around while wearing so a hat? In your opinion, is it better to have a short forehead or a, or a big forehead? I think, I think it's way better to have a big forehead. Why? Because you end up like Rihanna? You, uh, who wouldn't want to end up like Rihanna? Like, I would much uh, rather have a big her, forehead. Than... Like, you got to be somewhere in between. Like, her forehead's too big. That's oh. crazy. <laughs> but you're also Rihanna. Because, okay, when I wear a hat, I can't, I, can't wear, I can't see anything. I've noticed that I have to, like, look up in order to see anything if I'm, wearing, if I'm ever wearing a hat. Like, the Rolling Loud me- meanwhile, hat. Meanwhile, she wears a hat and it goes halfway down her forehead. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Are you talking about Rihanna? Yeah, yeah you got to be somewhere in between. You feel like you got to be somewhere in between. Is your, would you consider your forehead somewhere I have in between? A, have a, have a, I have a big head, period. I have a big head, period. Including your forehead? It's a, you have a big forehead? My, my forehead is average size, but, it, but like the size of my head makes it look bigger. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, if you know of any like hat stores that specialize in short foreheads, let me know because I would really like to start wearing Not they do they do sell like this is like true life they do sell specialized hats like specialized dad hats where they have a shorter forehead brim really yeah can you send me that link yeah i got you thank you um so this isn't something that's happening next week but it's still really exciting because i'm going to start on it but um my work is going to be holding a event and I don't know if I can disclose enough, inf- too much information about it, um, but it's happening in October, and what I have a part in it, and it is involving 
a ghost tour of our office and I'm going to be in charge of that where I get to write. Have you ever been on a ghost tour before? Yeah. I couldn't um, imagine going on a ghost tour of your office. Though. Okay. Okay. So a little context though. A lot of agencies, ad agencies, they like have agency tours where they'll like bring people in, usually students or people new to the industry. And then like take you around their office and they're like, this is where the creative uh, designers sit and this is where accounts sit, blah, 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 blah. Well, the thing about our office, it was it was like built in like 1908 or something and it used to be a boarding house and even our clients have have claimed that they've seen ghosts in our office. So what I'm going to do is since it is October, I'm going to create a ghost agency tour. Also might be called a haunted agency tour name pending. Um, but I'm going to write a script for it. I'm gonna do the tours. I'm gonna. I'm so. She's so excited so, right now. <laughs> I'm so excited. so excited. It's gonna right be now. spooky, and I might decorate and put some spider webs up, you know, in like the perfect places. Um, I told Matt about this, and he's like, "And how old are the people? How old are the people gonna be?" <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. It's gonna be uh, so point, fun. But the challenge, though, is like. Our office can definitely look creepy at nighttime. Like I've been the last person in the office before at night and it can get super, super creepy. Um, but the event is happening between four and seven or like four and eight. So it's still gonna yeah. be daytime. <laughs> it's still gonna be daytime. So I'm, it's gonna be a, a bit of a challenge, but I'll make it work. I'll make it work. So yeah, keep an eye out because once this event goes live, I'm gonna invite everyone. And also it's gonna be a fundraiser. So for a really good cause, which you will learn about soon. Um, yeah. But yeah, wow, everyone should come. So you basically gave up the whole event and also not give anything out at all. Yeah, that's... <laughs> like, like you told us what the event is without telling us what it like, is. Like, I really, I just really <laughs> wanted to talk about this ghost agency tour because I've been, I've been talking about it for like two months now and yeah. I'm just so, and we finally got the green light to go ahead and start on it. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I can't give well, any other details. hopefully watching... Watching these horror movies will inspire I know. You to actually scare people. Yes, including American Horror Story. Wow, that's two for <laughs> two today. Wow. Um. Yeah. So American Horror Story. Three three episodes in, season apocalypse. This last episode Wait, has gotten on. what? Before you get into it, we got to tell our listeners that we need a name for this segment. Oh yeah, we were gonna call it um, the horror report, <laughs> but as you may be able to pick up on it, it's gonna be <laughs> kind of difficult to say it really fast without yeah, some people being. Yeah, it's gonna sound being... like it's gonna be like the horror report. The horror report, aka Wilson's, aka Wilson's week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, but no, um, we we. We didn't want to do that because also was very concerned that he would end up saying horror report. So um, yeah, and then people <laughs> will call me a bunch of names that I'm not. Um. So in order to avoid that, um, let us. I like. I like throwing it out to the listeners out there. If you guys have any ideas on what to call our recap of American Horror Story, because we will be. Oh yes, we will be doing starting this every starting this week. We're going to be every doing it every week. week. We're yeah. going to be talking about. Um, 
What happened on Megan Horror Story? Because both Wilson and I watch it, and I have very strong feelings about this past episode, and I'm, I'm so ready to get into it and fight Wilson. I even tweeted about it. After this episode, I was like, I'm going to fight Wilson. I mean, I'm so ready. We can't, we can't jump into episode three. Okay, we fine. Have, we have, to, we okay, have fine. to review. We have to review the first two episodes too. Okay, fine then. All right. Just let's really get, quick though, because okay, yeah. just a recap of um of episodes one and two. Fine. Um, so the, apoc- uh, <laughs> the apocalypse happened. They're in the. I guess there are bombs being dropped. Did we find out who was setting them off? Like these nuclear bombs. Being they dropped. said it was from China, if I'm not mistaken. Is that what yes. said? Yeah, from China. So it's like modern day America. The bombs are being dropped, and it's like people are getting an alert on their phone saying, like, take cover, this is happening. And, like, in a situation like that, you can't really do anything because it's like it's happening right now. It's about to happen. Right. You can't really, like, escape. You can't get a flight anywhere, but it's coming to you. And so people are freaking out. They're, like, running around the streets. And, but except for a certain few people so there are people most people are doing but then if you're really really rich you are able to afford a um chance to get away in this uh what do they call it it's like a sanctuary is that what it's called that's yes it's technically a compound compound. it's like some sort of compound where like everything is protected and you have everything taken care of and you'll be fine so there's the really rich people then you have people who are genetically they're perfect ideal for restarting the human race so those people um they're found through like dna tests um like Mm -hmm. the 23andme shit like that and so they're just kind of like taken by the these mysterious people and they're like take it like we're gonna we need you so they're all in this compound there's only like 10 or so people and so you in each, in each compound in each compound and it's run by like super sketchy people um they're called what are they called fuck um the <laughs> street cap's going great um no, but it's I like the illuminati it's so stupid the cooperative the cooperative that's what they're called sarah so paulson stupid. and kathy bates are part of it and um, they're really creepy, and they're like, these are the rules. No copulating in the compound. Um, we all wear Victorian dresses for some reason. Yeah, we all listen <laughs> to the same fucking song for some reason. And everyone is categorized by either being a purple or a gray. If you're purple, you're important, and you're, you know, you have it made, and you get to, like, you get everything you want. The gray people... They're, they slaves. serve, they're slaves, they serve the purple, and then you have the cooperative who are neither. So then it's like, okay, so meanwhile they're in this compound, everything is like all fucked up, okay? Like the effects of the nuclear bomb is like fucking up with the air, and like people are getting cancer. If you have survived, people are restoring to cannibalism, it's gross. Um, and meanwhile they're in this compound, and like nothing, it's not like perfect, like they only get to eat like a sugar cube, but, like, it's way better than being out there, um, you know. Yeah. So they're surviving, at least. Um, my favorite part of the first episode, though, is, like, everyone's really hungry because you're, you're you're limited to the food that they have, that you, and you have to, like, make sure that you have enough so you can only eat a certain amount. And um, But then all of a sudden they have a stew for dinner, and it's, like, actual real food with real meat. And... But right after that had happened, right before that happened, they had killed someone named Stu for somehow 
because they somehow had like a bunch of the he was affected by the nuclear bomb for some reason even though he was right. in the compound this whole time so he was killed and then they realized that the stew was stew and that was my favorite line from the whole episode I think as you guys can tell this is really boring the first <laughs> this is like imagine imagine sitting here and watching this shit okay well whatever it was the, the first episode was actually a lot funnier than scary and Wilson who watches American Horror Story to laugh who who watches American Horror Story to laugh so okay whatever I guess it's a fair argument but after the episode the first episode ended um, I did feel kind of like creeped out though because that is something unlike a lot of other what? episodes that it could actually happen like a bomb could what? be dropped on us and then it could like be, that could actually happen, technically. You know what I mean? Unlike, like, a ghost coming in and killing you. You know what I mean? So, anyways, next episode. So, we're there in this compound. And, actually, I don't really remember what happened in the next episode. We find See, out that Kathy look Bates... This shit. Look at this shit. This is crazy. <laughs> well, we find out that Kathy Bates is a robot. Oh, wait! Something huge happened in this episode. Um, The devil comes. <laughs> Alright, so this season is a crossover between Murder House and Coven. Murder House, the Antichrist was born, and Coven, there's witches. So, um, the Antichrist comes in, and he's all grown up. His name is Langdon, and he's... See, I, I, like, I, obviously, they haven't explained it yet, right? Yeah. They haven't explained it yet, but how, how is that possible? What do you mean, when how is that I, I, I went back to fact check it. And Murder House was at recent at recent time, and this season is supposed to be recent time. So you're wondering how Langdon can be like a twenty something year old, a grown right. up by the time, right. because right. he's the Antichrist, or <laughs> he's maybe. the son of the devil who was or maybe born. He's not. Maybe he's. We, it hasn't been confirmed yet, because he kind of. It kind of seems like there's there's people above him that he was like. You know what I mean? You know who's above Langdon? The devil, because that's his dad. The devil is his dad. <laughs> Maybe that's his brother. I'm just saying, it, the timeline doesn't make sense. The timeline doesn't make sense. <clears throat> well, we'll see. I also feel like the Antichrist can age however fast that he wants, because he's the Antichrist. <laughs> anyway, so... We all... Never mind. So, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't so make I feel sense. like that's something that we're just going to have to wait and find out. You know what I mean? So, but for this next episode... Antichrist comes in, or Langdon comes in. He's part of the cooperative. And then we find out that Sarah Paulson and Kathy Bates have been kind of running their own compound willy-nilly based on whatever they want to do. Like the whole not being able to have sex in the compound, made up. Sarah Paulson, that was just her own rule. They've been going like, doing whatever they want. And Langdon comes in and he's like, I know what you've been up to. And also, there is a sanctuary where we can all go, where we can go to, where I'm going to, but I can only take certain people with me. And that's when he starts like interviewing everyone to see who is worthy enough to go to the sanctuary. Because turns out all the other compounds, everyone, everyone else has died, and that's what's going to happen to this compound. Everyone else will die here too. So he's coming in, interviewing Evan Peters, interviewing Sarah Paulson, interviewing everyone else to see who he should take with him. Um, and we saw that the rubber man returns at the same time that Langdon comes in. Who is this right. rubber man? Who do you think it is? It's nobody. 
I agree. I don't think... I think <laughs> so Unlike Murder House Season 1, I don't think this rubber man um, actually is a person or a ghost or anything. I think it's just like a culmination of like negative energies that is spawned by people's like evil desires and shit. Right. So, Evan Peters kills his mom because he thought it was rubber man who he thought was Langdon. Um, the two ki- the two people, the younger ones, they, they do it. <laughs> and Kathy Bates is a robot. Um, can we talk about episode three now? Sure, this is so dumb. I'm All sorry. Right. I, can't get so, behind these. I can't get behind this. The timeline so, is so fucked up. Whatever. Whatever. So episode three is where it all happened for me because the witches come back. Before we get into the witches, we also find out that Billy Eichner survived the blast. Billy Eichner is alive and he was, he's on his way, he's on a mission to find his girlfriend who is one of the rich people who made it to the compound because he's like, he's trying to find her because he got left behind during Find her and killed her. Yes. And we also get a glimpse as to how fucked up things are out outside of the compound, people were grilling a foot just casually, <laughs> just turning it on a fire, um, and kills them. Five sees the horses traveling to compound and hides and is able to get there. So then um, he gets in, and before we get to that part, would you eat an apple that mysteriously arrived at a compound that you're at during the apocalypse? No. Fuck that. No. I wouldn't either. What the hell? No. Yeah. Um, so apples in the same, um, that were delivered by the horses that Billy Eichner was also like hiding in, that thing, um, mm-hmm. there were apples that were delivered, and Sarah Paulson's like, oh, this is from Langdon, and they must be from the sh- sanctuary. Okay, you already know that you can't trust Langdon. Why would you eat an apple from him? But anyways... Sarah Paulson and Kathy Bates are, like, committed to just, like, killing everyone else because they're like, we hate all these people. We should go to the sanctuary. We'll kill Langdon, too, and figure out how to get there ourselves using Langdon's working laptop, which makes no sense, but you know what? He's the devil, so. Mm-hmm. Um, they poison the apples and have everyone eat them by tricking them into thinking that we're going to have a Halloween party and we're going to do, like, the thing where you try to bobbing for apples have you ever done that before no i've never done that either (laughs) i've never bobbed for apples either i feel like that'd just be really awkward um i'm I'm good on that so everyone's bobbing for apples they're super excited because it's like the first real type of food that they had since stew and um so that everyone starts eating the apples and at the same time everyone just starts projectile vomiting it's gross they all die they all choke on their throw up and Kathy Bates and Sarah Paulson are the only ones alive. Wow. Um, so then they go into the room and they're like, Langdon, who's on his laptop, which is somehow working. And they're like, we're going to yeah, kill you. Yeah, Wi-Fi somehow. <laughs> yeah, they have Wi-Fi. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to kill you. But Langdon was like, I knew that you are going to do this. And he was able to get Kathy Bates, a robot, to change who she was loyal to, and she killed Sarah Paulson instead. And then we well, fight. no. The whole entire time she was loyal to him. She didn't know, though. She did not yeah. realize. But she was programmed to be loyal to the cooperative, a.k.a. Langdon, a.k.a. the devil. So, the she kills him, and then we find out that Kathy Bates, 
who is a robot was actually modeled after a real person. The real person is someone who took, is a person who took care of Langdon as a child, who I am thinking is Jessica Lange. In the first season, she's the one that took care of the Antichrist when he was a baby. And so that's uh, how I'm thinking that Jessica Lange will come back into the season. On a flashback scene? Yeah, maybe, maybe, I'm not sure. But I know it's like cool knowing the connection, like how Jessica Lange will be ties in with the season so um so then all you have left in the compound because everyone else is dead are billy eichner who just killed his girlfriend we um, don't see after that we don't see what happened with him after that no he, kills him. he looks all fucked up though but um, he's there he's alive people don't know except for the girlfriend who's dead langdon the robot and everyone else is dead but then at the perfect time which is five minutes before the episode's about to be over you see three people walking to the compound in hooded garments they're walking and it turns out to be the witches and it's so pause, pause for a second pause for a second what just, just pause for one second see at this point in time right when i saw this in my head right yeah i'm like god damn it so this episode was so garbage but all cat's gonna think about is this last five minutes as garbage as the as the story and the plot is in this entire episode, it's not gonna matter because his last five minutes is gonna just no. make me so happy. No, <laughs> I was so happy at the very beginning when Langdon was interviewing everyone because Langdon and um, what's her face? Oh my god, the, the servant the girl, assistant, the, the assistant. assistant, the assistant. Yeah, they had he, a good dialogue. They had a good dialogue. He was interviewing her, and she was talking about how like. So the whole time Langdon's interviewing people, he's trying to get, he's trying to see, essentially, the evil that's inside of each pe each of these people, and, mm -hmm. like, trying to tap into the darkness. And so the assistant, she's like, I feel like there's something inside me that keeps trying to crawl out. And then we find, and he goes, who are you? And then she's like, who are you? And then, like, they, like, she sets some, She sets the room on fire. He becomes. He shows his devil face, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And she's like, "What the fuck was that?" And we find out that this assistant girl is not totally human, and which is exciting because Ooh, Langdon. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Langdon. Okay, but Langdon was not expecting that. So you think that the, he comes and he knows everything, right? But he was not expecting this person to have some sort of power in, co in the compound. So it's like, oh, okay, things are kind of interesting. All right. I have, I have a theory, but I, I want you to finish a recap of this episode before I tell you my theory. Um, so, anywho, the witches show up. It's Sarah Paulson, uh, Emma Roberts. Sarah and... Paulson, who just died, with, as another character. Yeah, she dies and it really comes back. Um, uh, Myrtle, who I actually have hanging behind me. Yeah, I see her. Um, art by Cam Parker. Um, they come back, and then iconic line. Um, they go in, they're going, going to see, save their sisters. There are three people laying down on the ground who are dead. It's the um, girlfriend who Billy Eichner just killed, um, the assistant, and the talk show host. Yeah. And Emma does her iconic line, surprise, bitch, I thought you saw the last of me. And she, they all wake up. And um, so you f we find out there, then and there that they're all witches. So then this right. episode ends. So uh, hear me out. Hear me out. Before, okay. before, before I destroy this episode, right? I do have a theory of, okay. of, 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 of direction, of direction of what they're doing, right? 
So based off of context clues of, of the lines that the Antichrist was saying throughout throughout the episode, right? Uh-huh. Um, it kind of seems to me like the other witches from Coven. I forgot their names, so I'm not even gonna try to try to do it. But the other witches from Coven are in their bodies of those three girls. Oh, uh, well, why you do you? What I'm saying? Okay. Like, like, like he kept saying, like, "Who are you?" Yeah. Something's inside of me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, the the other three, and. And what gives me more context of that is the preview for next episode because it kind of gives a look at how um, the other ones survived and these ones didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. um, That's very possible. I saw a similar theory floating around the internet that um, the girl who played Zoe in Coven, who's she is in the the assistant's body. Yeah, yeah. So... That's that's what it is. And then then the other girl... I I forgot their names. I I don't want to fuck it up. But the other two are the other two witches. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah. So I would be interested to know, like, how they were able to get their spirits in there. So, but I think it's, would they have had to have died in order for their spirits to live in someone else's bodies? And how would they have died? Like, I mean, you know that um, one of them died in hotel, but I feel like her spirit would be trapped in the hotel because that's, like, what happens in the hotel. So. Right. Well, it's one of those things where you also got a question. Did they only do this because those other actresses didn't want to be in the show? But I also don't know if it has to be those specific witches because we find out at the end of Coven that there are a bunch of other witches. There's a lot of witches that they welcome into the Coven. Remember at the yeah. very end? So true. there are other That's witches true. out there. Um so we'll see. I'm really excited because finally it took three episodes to happen, but I love how they reintroduced the witches. Um, and I think the witches versus Antichrist will make for very good entertainment. <laughs> All right. So and Billy Eichner. The witches Antichrist versus Billy Eichner. <laughs> yeah, which we don't know what happened. He kills the girlfriend, the girlfriend's back alive. So you know that you know that like She's going to want revenge. You yeah. know what I mean? She's probably going to go after this dude. There's going to be some weird hills have eyes versus... <laughs> hills have eyes looking people <laughs> versus... Yeah. Um, versus, versus Antichrist. Or whatever you think. So if he wasn't the Antichrist, who do you think he is? Do you think he's the brother See, of the Antichrist? The, the timeline doesn't make sense to me. To me, it seems like he's just like another demon. Like a demon. Just a demon in general. Even though he was, when he was trying to, um, when he was conjuring the snakes, he kept calling, he kept saying the word father, who I'm assuming yeah, is Satan. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, they're all spawns of Satan. Okay. <laughs> In that theory. But it's just, it, it, the timeline doesn't make sense, unless this timeline is, like, not current time. It's, like, in the future. You I think it's I mean? supposed, I, I heard somewhere that it was supposed to be 2019. That's all right. So at the end of Murder House, right, literally in the last scene, there's like a time lapse of like a year or two years where where like the kid is like a little bit older. He's not a grown man at this point. No, no, you know no. what I mean. He was still like four years old at the end of Murder House. He was still a kid. Yeah, he was still a kid, and that was and there was a time lapse there. So that that doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I guess we would have to figure out when Murder House happened, but also I wouldn't. I feel like nah, with see, I went back. I went back, and Murder House was current time when it came out. I, I fact checked it. See, like th- that's what I'm saying. That's the part that fucks me up is the timeline. 
just doesn't make sense. And then they're trying to bring, like, confuse you with Victorian dressing and then <laughs> Coven coming back. They're trying to confuse you for the plot to just not make sense. Look, didn't you just admit that you have, like, your mental clock is all wow. fucked up? So why should I even trust Why should I even trust Cat is one of those people. Yeah, it's one of those I think I think they're going to address it because also he is not human. He is literally the ant, like the devil of some sort. He is a demon, and I don't think demons necessarily have to like commit to the timeline and the how time affects us humans. You know also, what I mean? it could also be just the showrunners fucking up. We'll see. <laughs> three episodes in. Yeah, when was the last good season? It, there's not. It's not. It's not like they're not prone to fucking up. This could just be just literally a fuck up. We'll see. I <laughs> thought it was a great episode, and I have a you question it for was you. A good five minutes. <laughs> yeah, what's up? I am going to punch my iPhone right now. Because <laughs> right now, Mimo, like it's not just Wilson making fun of my passion. It is Mimoji Wilson making fun of my passion. I just want to like turn punch this cartoon character right now. Um. <laughs> But would you, okay, say an apocalyptic type of event happened, would you try to survive? Fuck no. Hell no, right? Why would you, why would you, if you were faced with having to eat a fucking foot, like a human foot specifically, um, peace out. I am not saying. Things are always worse if you try to survive. Yeah. It could only get worse from there. I'm not trying to live through that. I don't know. I wouldn't try to. Um, Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not at that moment, though, so we don't know. Knocking one. Just knock. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a great, it was a great episode. I, yeah, it was this, a great as, episode. As shitty, as shitty as it was, the first three episodes are still better than the clown season. Oh, yeah. Man, I, they had so much potential with that cult, epi- cult season, but it just, like, it fizzled out really bad. I mean, I, I, went, I went back and I watched it, and I don't see the potential anywhere. It was pretty bad from the beginning. Oh, well, I'm really scared of clowns. I know how much you love clowns. You love it. Wow. You love the Terrifier. Like, maybe... <laughs> it's literally two movies. Um, it, the, the original, three. <laughs> if anything, I like slasher movies more. But that's just... So, yeah, we'll see how next episode... Ha- oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So, I'm not going to be able to watch um, American Horror Story that night possibly because of it's the office trivia night so i'm gonna have to stay away from twitter the whole night oh yeah you will because i'm gonna be bashing it the whole time i'm joking i don't know i see like i only bash it if it's trash but if it's anything like the first three episodes i'm gonna be bashing so one last question about american horror story this that past episode do you like how do you feel about the way that they reintroduced the witches they it was fine it was fine i have no problem with the witches it's it's the show just seems cheesy now it's you know what I mean like the mm. dude it's just it just seems like it's, it's a joke now to be honest it's really like campy now like the the comedy the humorous parts of it and it's like they like are very aware of like how how funny it is how funny they're being you know what I mean so um, but I also think it has something to do with like the characters that they've introduced like the girlfriend Billy Eichner but I like I don't know I've been enjoying it. But maybe it's because I like I appreciate the comedy side more than the horror side. Um, 
but I really like how the witches came in. You know, I feel like all of us have been very antsy for them to come back, but the timing and the way that they introduced it and the, the one line, the iconic line, how they incorporated it, it was great. I was very satisfied. Uh, this is not the only show that we're going to be talk about, talking about this episode. So. Nope. Do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can actually talk about a good show now. Uh, wow. Okay, why did you have to do something <laughs> like that? But um, So, we are talking about BoJack Horseman, this latest season. So, um, I... It's too, was it's it, too much for us to talk about the entire show, so let's just hit the season. Oh, yeah, for sure. I yeah. was, I'm really late when it comes to BoJack, so, like, I tried to watch it like last year so i'm like it's okay like i couldn't get into it um but it actually wasn't until i saw the episodes about bojack's mother and uh mrs uh shit um the agent what's her name princess caroline uh, princess caroline yeah. her miscarriages that i'm like oh wow this gets like really dark and really yeah, deep it's, and it's super real like I am fucked up now, so I'm like, okay, let, let me watch this. And so I, I I started at that point, and I watched this whole season in like a couple weeks, and um, I would not have expected for a cartoon show to have me emotionally wrecked like it did, but it happened. Um, so how does it start off the season? All right, so um, season starts off with BoJack. Um, getting himself into a new tv show that seems to be just another uh, uh, uh like synopsis of his life yes um he, meanwhile um diane's also she got a writing gig for it so she is writing this character that's really similar to bojack yeah and it's while, like while she's going through some really crazy life changes yeah, she just came back from Vietnam. She um, had just, before Not that, divorced, she divorced. Filed for divorce. Filed she, for divorce. Filed for divorce from Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah. And is trying to find herself. While going through all this personal turmoil, she, she like, discovers what it was, like, a tape of BoJack talking about something really sketchy that, sketchy that he did in his past involving a really young girl. Right. And so Diane wants to figure it out. But Bojack won't tell her what's going on. And so Diane writes it, kind of writes it into his character on his show. And he's like, in a way, trying to draw the information out of Bojack. Um, but meanwhile, Bojack is like, what the hell is this character? This is getting way too real. But the re lines of reality, the separators, are getting super blurred because he's also getting addicted to pills. So all of this is happening all at the same time. Yeah, and somewhere, like, in between all that, his mother died. Um, yes. So, like, if you know anything about BoJack Horseman, the, his entire life in general was surrounded by his childhood and the way that he was brought up. His father not really giving a shit about him. Um, his, his mom not thinking that he was good enough. Hating his be, guts. <laughs> yeah, basically hating his guts. Like... In the previous season, you find out that the reason why his mom is the way that she is is because she had a lobotomy. Is that, is she had a lobotomy? No, her, her mom had the lobotomy. Her mom, had a, her mom had a lobotomy, yeah. Her dad was constantly threatening her with getting getting one, too, but he was just right, really right, right. terrible to her. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it, it was it's just like a whole chain of really just fucked up parody. 
yeah. parenting. You know what I mean? Really fucked up parenting. So it, it fucked Bojack up. And to the point where he feels no empathy for his mother. No. He, he feels no empathy for his mother. Um, So she died there, you know, I think it was episode six. It was an incredible episode where the entire episode was her eulogy. And he was just on, on he was talking the whole episode, just standing there. It's just telling, giving his perspective of their relationship. And holy shit, it was, it's dark. It's yes. Dark. And he's, even though he hates his mom, you can tell that Bojack is still like trying to find some sort of connection or trying to find some sort of like evidence that his mom loved him somewhere deep down in, in her soul. Um, yeah. And you, at the very, the thing about the episode is that like, you think that he has reached that point where, you know, very the last night before she dies, she says, I see you, and he spends so much time analyzing what this phrase, what that sentence meant, and then he realizes the, at the very end that she was just saying, I see you, because she was in the ICU and she was reading the sign. And so that whole thing that he was hung up on probably meant nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing to him. Um, then it gets even... So at that point, you're like emotionally, you're like, wait, so, so that me, meant nothing? Let me tell you, I was, I saw this episode, right? Mm -hmm. It was like three in the morning and I was on a plane back from Oakland, right? And I, I almost started crying because like, I, you know, it, being a fan of BoJack Horseman, right? You, you, you kind of sympathize a little bit for his character because you, he wants to get better, right? He wants to get better, but doesn't know how. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I, I do. I mean, I think he is a huge asshole, but you he is. you see Fact. why he became like that because he yeah. had no love from his right. parents. Right. So you in that whole dialogue, in the whole dialogue of the episode, you could see that as angry he's he's angry at his mother even while she's dead. You know what I mean? He's angry at his mother even though even while she's dead, and and you could see that he kind of hates himself for it a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a little wild. A little wild. And then at the very end of the episode, he decides to open her casket because it is the one thing that she wanted. And he finally, he finally decides to give her that one last thing that she would have wanted, an open casket funeral. She op He opens it, and then he realizes that this entire time, he was at the wrong funeral. <laughs> yeah. In typical BoJack Horseman fashion. He's at the wrong funeral. And so you have, right before that happens, you have this feeling like you're so emotionally, like, empty because, like, wow, this whole thing where she, he thought that she said that he, she saw him, she sees him, it means nothing. And then you find out that this whole eulogy, it also means nothing because he's not even at the right place talking to the people that would even know who he's talking about. So, yeah, I feel like... That's such typical Bojack horse. I feel like Bojack is just like beating me up emotionally and at the end just continues going as if I yeah. couldn't feel even more empty. But um, uh, at the end though, like if uh, you think that it can't get worse, but it gets so much worse. He gets deeper and deeper into his addiction to these pills that um, there's this one, I think it's like the second to the last episode or the very last episode. The second that, to the last second to last um it the way that they edit it you can't tell where 
it's reality or where he's filming the show because in addition to playing a character that's very similar to who he, he, who he is, he's also dating his co-star who he is in a relationship with on the show. So, right. so the, the quick thing about that is like it's it's dating but not really dating. You know what I mean? Because like she she may express that she doesn't want to be exclusive with him. You know what I mean? And and, and he was bummed out about that because he was he actually liked her, sort of thing. You know? Yeah. And. Yes, and Mr. Peanut Butter is also on the show, but on the show he's kind of like a partner, but turns out to be uh, like his mortal enemy. Kind of similar themes in, in real, real life. life. Yeah. Um. So then he starts feeling paranoid. He does. He gets. He's just really confused. Like as a viewer, you're confused. And um, at the end of the show, it kind of culminates into this really high tense scene where they're shooting. It's Bojack, and he's. He's on the ground and he is choking his partner, who is his, who's like, he's kind of in a relationship with in real life. And everyone's watching and they're like, wow, he's really getting into the scene. And they're starting to get concerned that he's not stopping. And eventually someone stops it. And then you find out that he was like really trying to kill his co star. And that's when you find out that, like, okay, he's like off the deep end. Like, he yeah. does not know what reality is he, anymore. He didn't recognize that it was in that it was really happening. Yeah, and he goes on a talk show. Um, he and his co-star to try to like clear things up because people were like taking video of this happening, and you could like when you watch, you're like, wow, he was really trying to kill her. And so they go on a talk show, and both of them are like, oh no, that's just what acting is. But behind the scenes, she says. I do not want you to talk to me anymore. And it was super awkward because on screen, on, on camera, they were like, oh, and we find out that you're dating. Why don't you give us a kiss? And so they have to kiss on camera after, even though she hates him and he tried to kill her unknowingly. But um, yeah, it was a really tense episode. And I never realized a cartoon could make me feel that way. So Yeah, so the, before we get into like the end of it, I want to talk about like a couple of different um, social commentary plot lines that they had. Like, like towards the beginning of the season, the director of that show, um, he pulls Bojack into the office, right, mm -hmm. and says and says that he needs to do this scene uh, naked, right? He needs to yeah. do this scene naked, and basically threatens that he wouldn't work anywhere in Hollywood if he doesn't do it, right? If he doesn't do it, kind of you know, get a little Harvey Weinstein feel. Oh yeah, I didn't even realize. You know what I'm saying, like. Basically, basically threatening, saying that he, that you know, that he'll make sure he doesn't work anywhere, and he's, and then Bojack's pressured by his agent, which is Princess Caroline. You know what I yeah. mean? And like, and and he's literally courted into doing it, into doing that scene. And then he did it. And he did it. Yeah. Um, so I did not know what past sketchy thing that um diane was trying to uncover i didn't know what that was because oh I yeah hadn't, you haven't got up to there yet i hadn't watched that season and so i'm like the whole time so I'm, crazy i felt like diane i'm like what did he do like it was really mysterious to me and i was feeling really sketched out by bojack and then you find out that like it was he was caught in a really um inappropriate situation with the daughter the 17 year old daughter of one of his old friends and I rewatched. Uh, part of me was like relieved that it was like that was a hard ar episode to watch. By the way, ar yes, it was arguably like a um, 
like, the 17-year-old wanted to do this, and, like, technically, like, the age of consent, like, it was, like, sort of consensual, so I was like, okay, like, I guess it could be worse, but then I decided to go back and watch that episode where it actually happens, and I felt, after the episode ended, I kept thinking about it. I was so grossed out. Yeah, it's, it's hard to watch. It's, it's hard to watch. so gross because, like, you find out that Bo- Bojack was, like, with this family for months, and she is a kid, first of all, and also he was in love with her mother, and he couldn't get his mother, couldn't get the mother, so decided to just, like, get with her daughter, which is so fucked up. I'm like, oh, my God, Bojack. Like, that's, I did not want to see that side of this character. Um, so I can see why, like, he wouldn't want to talk about it because it's really super fucked up. And mm-hmm. I, now that I'm rewatching it, we went back, we've started season one, and then now we're at that part, we reached that part last night where he goes to, like, it's like South, like Arizona or New Mexico or something. And I'm like, all right, let's just skip, let's just skip these episodes. Let's just get him back to LA because I do not need to relive that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not... It's not easy to watch. The show in general, every season has, like, that one episode that's just, like, damn. Yeah. Damn, Bojack. <laughs> damn. But Bo- the character of Bojack Horseman is, like, it shows you his point of view on the fuck-ups. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it, and, and not to say that any of his point, any of his fuck-ups are justified, right? But it shows you why he is the way that he is. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. And it gives yeah, a really very, good explanation. It's a very naked and clear show of what, yeah. why he is the way he is. Yeah. Um, so when's the next season coming back? Yeah, I know. It's, I know. It's, it's crazy. But, like, to end, to end the, the, the season, you know, he checks in into rehab. Um, right. Which is, you know, good. Which is good. He, he needs it, you know. Um, hopefully it'll, it'll clear his, his head up. Yeah, it's an important step. And I heard that people were, like, saying things like, Diane, you do not need to help Bojack. Like, you you do not need to put yourself through this. Like, he doesn't deserve it. You don't need to add this stress to your life because he's not your problem. And, like, on one hand, I agree with that. Like, at a certain point after you've tried to help someone, like, it's not your responsibility to um, make sure that this person gets sober or whatever. But I also understand that, like, this person, Bojack, was, like, Diane's really really good friend and even though it's not her responsibility and she knows that she still wants to help her friend so like right so the the character of Diane is really interesting to me because Mm -hmm. she she as even though she's not in the same dynamic as Bojack she's also a really broken character yes you know what I mean like she has a very like like Bojack but different she has a very bad history with her family um, mm-hmm. You know, and like doesn't know she, where she's going, her purpose right. in life. It it seems like like it sounds cliche, but like for Bojack, like he not having a caring mother made him need a feminine love all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and for and for Diane, not having a male figure that cares about her always makes her feel the need of needing a Mr. Peanut Butter, a Bojack, or somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, and. And it's it's interesting because I, I see a lot of people like I know a lot of people that watch the show always say that like they that they belong together, uh, right? I I don't think so. I think that I they're too so toxic for each other. No, I think they're a really good support system as like best yeah. friends, but I don't think just yeah. because you're a good support system doesn't mean you need to be like romantically involved. Two That's weird. two fucked up people do not deserve to be with each other. Yeah, it's it's not that's not how life works. Yeah, but um, so I'm. 
hopefully see this season comes soon is are we is it supposed to be next year man next I'm, year yeah but hopefully Mr. Robot will be coming soon, right? Yeah. Tell that looking forward to. So we got all of October for American Horror Story and all these horror movies that Wilson's going to have me watch. Um, and then we'll be back to Mr. Robot. So are, do you want to do um, weekly recaps of Mr. Robot once that starts? We have to. It's like oh we my must. Gosh. So listening to Official Legit, you're really going to see, if you haven't noticed yet, how much TV... Wilson and I watch because we watch a lot of TV. Yeah, I watch it on the go, but yeah, I still I, it keeps me it keeps me human. Keeps me I think human. I can take my sunglasses off now. It's not as bright. I'm wearing shades this whole episode. And I have these like um, over the ear headphones, so I feel like a pilot. <laughs> look at my bangs. I was gonna say I was gonna say you look like a DJ. <laughs> DJ, cat scratch. DJ's love. <laughs> I scratched in these records. Shades in the club. No, I'm because I'm DJ Cat Scratch scratching the the yeah. record. Okay, anyway, <laughs> improv. Okay, um, so speaking of TV, we also watch sports on TV. So we're gonna go into sports now. Cat <laughs> takes on sports. Yo, let's give it up for Cat. She's been on point with these transitions today. Thank you, thank you. I have been. Um, so this, as I said earlier, you pro um, I want fantasy baseball, which means the season is coming to an end and it is time for the baseball playoffs, postseason, whatever you call it. I, it's playoffs, postseason, is that the same thing? Post, postseason. Post, postseason. Um, right now the people that are like teams that are in their running, I guess, are the Yankees, uh... Are they a wild card team? They are a wild card team. Wild card team. So I have learned this morning that okay, you have the AL, the American League, the National League, and there are three divisions within those leagues: the East, the West, and the cent Central. Central. Okay, shout out to Matt for teaching me that. And so there's three. It's three. It's not even, but you need an even number of teams for them to um, play against each other. So you have a wild card team, which I think is a hilarious name for that. And so you actually have two wild card teams, like the people that didn't win in their division, but they still got like really, they were really good. So you have those two teams play each other. I keep trying to say fight each other. <laughs> they don't fight. Basically. They play. So the Yankees is one of those wild card teams. And who's the other team? Oh, fuck. I forgot. So they're... The, I forgot. So they're going to be playing each other. And then whoever wins that um, will, I guess, they'll Play fight the in the in the Red Sox. And apparently um, Mookie Betts is, like, up for, like, player of the year, whatever they call it. MVP. MVP. Um, I saw a clip, by the way, so I don't talk about the Red Sox only, but Giancarlo Stanton, there was a fan who threw a baseball at him during a game. And I thought that was crazy. Yeah, very, um... um gracious and uh <laughs> class full of class red sox fans so right after he hit a home run a red sox fan like he caught the ball and threw it at him we don't know if he meant to throw it but it did hit him which is actually pretty what? impressive did you, did you just say that you don't know if he meant to hit him with it in <laughs> boston in boston what <laughs> Well, are you kidding me? Okay, if he the well, classless I, people there. I just said that I don't know if he meant to hit him because, like, <laughs> if you were able to aim the ball from the stands that far, like, that's impressive that he actually got him. So I was saying maybe he didn't mean to because, like, 
I wouldn't be able to. I would just kind of throw it and like see where it lands. But if I was trying to aim, I wouldn't have been able to make it. First of all, the idea of throwing a, a ball back after somebody hits a home run is classless, regardless of it hit them or not. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so the other teams that are uh, in the running for the World Series, um, I guess this is postseason, are uh, the Cubs, right? <laughs> I think that's one Um, The A's. Uh, that, that's what the Yankees are facing. Ah, yes. The A's and the Red Sox. And, um... Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. I had it... Oh, I have it written in my... Hold on. Oh, I got this. And the Braves. And the Braves. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's more. I think there's technically more. There's quite there a bit more teams, but... <laughs> let's, let's go with that. Um, so yeah, this will be my, um... So, let me hear it, Kat. What are your predictions? Um, so... <laughs> I'm, like, literally just quoting Matt right now. But, you know, the Red Sox, I don't know about them because their pitching people have not been doing so well lately. So I don't know if they're going to make it. I don't know. The Cubs, they won last year, right? They did not. When do they win? I thought they won last ago. year. A couple years ago. Well, you know what? Since that they're in the running again, I feel like it's a good sign for them. Um, okay, so are you predicting that the Cubs are going to win the World Series? Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> let's go for it. All right. Because they're the ones that, like, never went to the World Series, right? Like, it was, like, a long shot for them, and then they won. And so the fact that they're back again, it's like, whoa, like. What are, playoffs, what are the odds? What are the odds that they're in the playoffs and they're running for the World Series? That's I mean, but they make the playoffs a lot. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they just, they just only, they just don't win the playoffs, but they make the playoffs a lot. Well, Cubs. I don't know who are who are you in the running for? Are you gonna just say Yankees because that's your favorite team? No, man. I'm not gonna say Yankees because they're my favorite team. I'm gonna say Yankees because they're gonna win. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, I do, I do predict that the Yankees are going to make the ALCS, right? That's the the finals for the AL. But I don't see the Yankees beating uh, Houston. I think Houston's going to win out of the AL. Um, and uh, I think Houston actually might end up winning the whole thing again. Okay. They won Did last they year. They, they won, won last year. year. Yeah, I think that, I think that their their pitching is crazy. True. And, and they they have such a good all around team. I think that they're. They have they have history like their team is like the same as last year like like they're they're gonna win again. Well, I just got a flash of Wilson's actual face, cause like the memoji like did it it went away it for a second. Well, yeah. Um, okay, it's because it's their pitcher, the pitching. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I'm gonna write that down. So, um, yeah, you know, baseball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As cringy as that ending was, I think it's time for uh, our, our cringe segment. We're not doing two-minute tantrums? You're right. Two-minute tantrum. Wow. See, this is why I don't do the transitions. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, but you should have been able to transition really well because we're talking about sports and your rant is going to be about sports. Yeah, it is. Let's put, a, put a timer on. i got to get into this. Okay. Um, go. All right. So, you know, 
if if I'm offending anybody, good because this this is this is going for all you idiots that decide that just because you went to a certain school, you have to live and die by that school. All right. So specifically, I'm talking about college sports. Okay. I'm going to give you guys an example. Uh, last weekend, I went to University of Miami game against FIU, right? And this is embarrassing. University of Miami was up 31 to nothing, okay? It was a blowout of a game, okay? And in front of me, in front of me, there was this group of FIU fans that, that were still cheering on, right? They were still cheering on their team, as they should. Cheering on your team is not unnatural. And then you see this guy that's a, that's a University of Miami fan who goes, shut up, pussy. You know, he goes, shut up, pussy. Your team is trash. Like, you know, like, meanwhile, this guy looks like he's, like, in his 30s. You know what I'm saying? This guy looks like he's in his 30s. And, and I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, it's not that serious. Like, you know what I mean? So and then I, I look, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm with, I'm with other people, and we, we see across from us, like, down, down a little bit more, more grown grown-ups fighting like people that look like they haven't been in college for 30 years fighting you know what i mean <laughs> o- o- over trash talking about college sports teams so then i'm thinking to myself okay maybe it's because these people went to the school right so now i ask you cat for usf do you care about their football team um i didn't start caring until i started working there but when right, I was a student, not, I did that's not what I'm asking you. So, so, so <laughs> if, if somebody comes up to you right now and says USF football can suck my dick, well, that what, what that does that offend you? Uh, I think that's my answer. <laughs> okay. I mean, they're they're yeah. not good. They're not good. So you, you have you have sensibility. You have sensibility. So it's not it's not going to offend you. But if 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 you were a or majority of college football not school a majority of college football fans right and I were to tell that to them they would get so offended they'd probably try to fight me it's not that serious bro I don't like it's not that serious that's my right <laughs> wow okay so um no I you're you're probably asked the wrong person because I'm very neutral about college sports and sports in general so yeah Right, but, so that's the thing. There are people that are neutral with sports in o- general. Your rant is I'm over. Sorry. There are people that are neutral with sports in general that still that still go out of their way to defend their college sport team. So I'm gonna still. go ahead and dive in. So mine <laughs> is starting right now. Uh, mine does not have to do with sports or anything, but it's actually back to movies and TV shows. All right, some of my favorite TV shows like Freaks and Geeks, a great great TV show. 10 Things I Hate About You, classic movie. They all have this one thing in common thing though that grinds my gears and it's that you have the protagonist who's like this quote unquote nerdy character who all of a sudden falls in love with the popular girl. And we're supposed to root for this kid? Okay, maybe when I was like also a teenager, I would be like, oh, why doesn't she love him? Why can't he see that she's like, why can't you see that he's such a great guy and that she should not date this like huge asshole and should date this guy instead? But you know why? Why she doesn't date him? Because they don't know each other. They have no idea anything about that person because a nerdy guy just like saw this popular girl and just decided that, oh my God, she's so pretty. 
she must be a great person to know and to date. But you don't know anything. And I don't know why we're supposed to sympathize with this character because that guy is just as shallow as probably the asshole guy that the popular girl is currently dating. But because all we know about this person that he's in love with is that she's pretty and popular. That's literally all that happened. He, um, what's his face? Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt just sees a popular girl just like and decides that he's in love with her. And I'm supposed to believe that they belong together? Um, no. And attending, um, in Freaks and Geeks, the little brother, he also, he, like, is in love with this popular girl. I don't remember what her name is. But I think, like, later in the season, they actually get to know each other. And he realizes he doesn't really like her that much. Oh, I wonder why. Because you decided that you liked her because when you didn't even know anything about her. So, um, okay, I also... I think I might have went over, but this is, the, this is the new segment: four minute tantrums. Four minute tantrums. It's just—it's a trope, and I realized that, like, hey, why? I'm not gonna root for you because you think you're way deeper and um, a better person, but you're just nerdy. That's all that you. You I mean I'm not gonna automatically root for the nerd. You're just a shallow too. So okay, all right, that's it. Four minute tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> she did the finger guns in the air. Um, damn, this is like almost a two-hour. It's gonna be a two-hour episode, but and we still have to get into our cringe moment. Cringe moment of the week. Oh, it's a good one. It is a good one. So, um, this past week was a huge week in news. Um, Brett Kavanaugh, who's for in the running for, to be a Supreme Court judge has been accused of attempting sexual assault a long time ago and it's come up and they just had a hearing for the accuser and the accuser did was like the perfect she did a perfect job at explaining what happened defending her side and it was almost like a movie. You bring in Kavanaugh, who is, like, the accused, and he's just, like, a horrible mess. He is a hot mess. And, like, it never... I feel like that never really happens, except for in movies with, like, the good person, like, does everything right, and the bad person just fails miserably. But that's what happened. And, I mean, we, we still have to see what happens. Like, you know, I have really low expecta expectations now of, like, society doing the right thing. But at least in the moment, it's, like great to finally see this happening um where the bad guy is like doing a horrible job defending himself and so in this clip there were so many cringy parts that that happened during this testimony um but in this clip you'll hear um brett kavanaugh being being questioned about his drinking habits and he does a terrible job and here is the clip all right, in a public hearing. I will. I will. Could I just ask one more question? Redacted information about that. Okay, drinking is one thing, but the concern is about truthfulness. And in your written testimony, you said sometimes you had too many drinks. Uh, was there ever a time when you drank so much that you couldn't remember what happened or part of what happened the night before? No, I, I, no. I remember what happened, and I think you've probably had beers, Senator, and and. So, so you're saying there's never been a case where you drank so much that you didn't remember what happened the night before or part of what happened? That's You're asking about, yeah, blackout. I don't know. Have you? Could you answer the question, Judge? I just, so you, that's not happened. Is that your answer? Yeah, and I'm curious if you have. I have no drinking problem, Judge. Yeah, nor do I. Okay, thank you. 
Hey, um, do you think he like? Do you think he likes beer? <laughs> he definitely likes beer. That creep. Um, one thing I, I do gotta say though, um, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I know that that was a cringy thing, and we're supposed to like, you know, um, be a little more observant when it comes to these things. Uh huh. But man, we gotta start respecting women. We got we as a society, like we gotta start respecting women. This is crazy. Yeah. It's and crazy that there's a whole big deal about this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think the first step is like, is believing women when they claim that um, an assault has happened or in this case has been attempted because no one likes this attention. And the fact that um, Dr. Ford is co- going through all of this to prevent him from being a Supreme Court judge. I feel like that is enough to be like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't give this guy like the highest position in one of the highest positions in our government for a lifelong appointment. You know what I mean? Um, So I think just the first step is like giving the giving the time of day to like listening to women who are um, opening themselves up like this and believing them. So um, yeah. And also, you would think that Kavanaugh would do a better job at defending himself since he's, like, a judge and was a lawyer and stuff, but that was bad. It's like, I don't... He was just trying to throw it back to her, like, oh, do you like beer? You you drink beer, right? That's not a very good defense. Yeah, you know, man. It, it, it Honestly, like, the whole thing was really cringy and funny, right? But it, it kind of makes me sad that, like, as a society, sure. we're, we're in this situation, you know? Oh, it's, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, seriously. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have gotten this far. No, no, I shouldn't. But um, I think they're doing the FBI investigation now, so keeping fingers crossed that there's hopefully some, I can have some faith in humanity that things will turn out decently. But also, we Trump is our president, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, how much better can things get? Yeah, seriously. But on that note, <laughs> um, damn, two hours. One, we're at one hour and 51 minutes right now. Go us. I'm giving a high five. Giving I'm high-fiving Memoji Wilson right now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, this, uh, this upcoming week is going to be crazy. And I hope that I have some good news to share next week after this trivia night, after the art show. Hopefully um, this next episode of American Horror Story will be good. Hopefully oh, it'll keep being good. Wow. Shit, I forgot. What? What? Kat and I are going to be playing Mario Party soon. Oh, yeah. I told Matt about how um, that game is coming out, and I think we're going to get the game. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but... We should live stream us playing Mario Party. Mario Party? Okay. Yeah. Or Kart. Whatever. Let's do Mario what do you, Party. What do you, what do you guys want I... to see us play? Let us know. Oh, yeah. Let us know. Catofficialtoofishtoolidget.com. <laughs> or... The options really are just Fortnite, Mario Party, and Mario Kart. So just let us know. Okay. Not Fortnite, please. Not Fortnite. If we do, if we live stream Fortnite, it would just be me trying to, like, it would just be me writing after Wilson and being, like, so far behind. Literally, like, far, because I can't, I can't run as fast as you. They have a playground mode where it's just me and you, and we could, (laughs) we could play on the playground. I could teach you how to build, I could, you know, all that. Oh, I thought you literally meant, like, a, like, a swing set. Like no, it's called <laughs> no, it's called playground because nobody else on the map. Okay, do you have a dog or a pet? I do. I have a dragon. I have an iguana, and I have a, a dog. Well, if we can just hang out with the dragon, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. 
All right, cool. But um, oh, new playlist this week also. Yes. Um, make sure you make sure you follow our Spotify and our Apple Music playlist. Yeah, and um, get excited because the next month is going to be spooky, spooky season, which means we are officially spooky. Oh, should that be the episode name? Or say no, no, we have episode on Halloween coming out. Let's just say that. That's true. That's true. Let's say that. That's true. But regardless, spooky season has begun. So maybe we can talk about having a spooky playlist. Maybe, maybe. But um, make sure you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, MySpace, Fortnite at WZ Happening. And um, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm plugging pl- us. So make sure you follow us at Two Official Two Legit on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under Catlim Design, and on Facebook under Catlim. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. See you guys next week. See ya.